episode 170, Preacher Man Fitzsimmons, Big Devante Keith in the house, and the one, the only, agent number six, wideout number one, Deshaun Davis in the pub, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Yes, sir. Hey, man, we can't thank you enough for hopping on. You, anybody who's been following that, they, they know your name. But I feel like this season, dude, you have turned it up a notch. And it's yeah. just been, you're all over the field, which we love to see. We're all app guys, minus Devontae's the NC State guy. But I feel like he's got a little love for us. Um, he still hates the, he hates the Tar Heels. It's close enough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, dude, you, I feel like this season, you changed the numbers, which we'll get into and stuff. But, man, you got to be feeling good so far. Three weeks in, you got to feel good. Yeah, I, I feel good for the most part. Um, it's a lot more that we want to, like, produce as a receiver group and as a whole. But for the most part, we win the games and we got, like, out fans more in tune. We just sold out, um, a, like, a record for, like, 40000 this weekend. So it's just it's – a, it's an upward trend for App Nation. So I love that. So yeah. Absolutely. And, and, you know, it's it's crazy. And, you know, I know you're you're a Florida guy. And so I'm about to ask you how you got to Boone, but like, I feel like app is starting to take over and like more and more people are hearing it. Cause like when, when me and Fitz went, it was like, Oh, you guys beat Michigan a couple years ago. That's cool. Like good, mm-hmm. good for these small schools. Now it's like, yo, app is a hell of a program. They consistently win. They're winning bowl games. Like life is good to be a Mountaineer and it's reaching into Florida, Texas. We're getting guys that we're mm-hmm. not supposed to get now. And it's awesome. Like you're one of them come from Florida, mm-hmm. um, which I, that goes, you're all's hard work's paying off. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It, so how, how do you get from Florida to Boone? That's a culture shock. That's, that's game changer. Yeah. So it was a crazy story. So um, we used to go to like college camps around like the country and stuff like that. And I only had one offer that was like from FAU in Florida. Uh, I end up coming to a, a NC State camp, matter of fact, and um, I met Frank Ponce. That's who's our, our OC right now. Oh, yeah. So I met him at the camp, and I was out there killing it, um, just winning my one-on-one matchups, uh, catching everything. And he ended up offering me on the spot. I didn't know nothing about Appalachia State. When, once I seen him with the shirt on and all that stuff, he was like, yeah, I coach at Appalachian. Uh, I want to give you an offer. And I'm like, whoa. Like, <laughs> Wow, like right here, right now, you just going to offer me? He said, yeah, you got to offer. I ended up going, I ended up taking a visit to Appalachian. Like the next day we drove up here, my coach was like, yeah, we're going to let you tour the school and stuff like that. And I ended up committing on the spot. So I was committed uh, like to start my senior year of high school. That was my only offer. And I ended up staying committed the whole time. That's and what's then, up. Yeah, here I am. They gave me an opportunity. So I just, you feel me? Heck yeah. yeah. What's it, been me, the biggest adjustment coming from Florida to yeah. near the Rocky Top? What's been the biggest adjustment, whether it be weather, people? What's it been for you? It's really the weather. That's like the main <laughs> adjustment. Like when I first got here, it snowed. This was my first time ever seeing snow. Yeah. And it was like, damn. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know if I could do this for four full, full years <laughs> and stuff like that. So. Uh, and then it, my first ever, the coldest game I ever been in was like Georgia Southern, my freshman year of like 2019. It was like a blizzard and raining that game. So yeah, that was like one of my like real shots. Like wow, I'm in boom. I have to do have to do this for a couple of years. <laughs> yeah. So 
yeah, the weather for sure. What sold you on on Boone and App State? You know, me and Fitz. I feel like as soon as we stepped on campus, it was like I'm we're home. You know, I went up there for for a recruiting visit, and it was like, this is this is this is home. This is an extension of family life. It just feels right. What was your moment? Yeah, um, I'm I'm just so used to winning, and it's like I don't really. I really wasn't raised up on losing, and even when I was losing, I'll be a sore loser. So mm-hmm. when I first came to Appalachian and I seen all the rings and all the trophies and all the legacies that they have, I was just like, yeah, like, this is the place for me. And then talking to some of the uh, the former players that was there, they were saying, like, oh, you're guaranteed to get a ring. Like, I get this is what we play for. We play for rings. So that's just sold me right there. Like, everybody is built on winning. It's straight football when you come to Appalachian and yeah so absolutely dude yeah what you know you you had a breakout year I feel like last year you really came on scene and this year we talked about you you've really exploded I feel like national tv is getting a hold of you now yeah what what made you change from from 17 to 6 going to Cam People's number yeah uh coming out of high school I had six and then I tried to get six when I came here, and then that's when I, I heard about Cam Peoples. And then it was just like, I, I asked a funny story. I asked Cam, I said, Cam, do you ever think about switching numbers? He was like, no way. Like, that's, that's me. I'm six. So I was like, all right, I'll just wait my time. Whenever uh, Cam leave, I'll eventually just take six from him. And then that's what happened. You start your own legacy with it. I love it, man. Yeah, for sure. I'm here for it. I, I can see you now, but man, Cam, I think eight would look good on you, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I tried to get him to change numbers. He was like, nah, I'm not having that. Yeah. So, yeah. I love it. Is there anything special about six, or is that just what you stuck with in high school? Uh, Nothing really too special. I just felt like once I got six, it turned me into a whole different player. Like, mm. just – it's something about them single digits. You get a single digit, you feel like you're just different. So, it's mean. Yeah. I can't relate, man. I'm a lineman. I can't. <laughs> yeah, me too. That was before my time. I got stuck with 72. <laughs> Zero, none of that. So, yeah, yeah I think – I feel like 17 is the new, the new 88. Like, yeah. Devontae Adams, Garrett Wilson. Like, yeah. It was a hard choice. It was a hard choice. When I, when I did try to make the switch, when I did tell him about it, it was like, are you sure? A lot of people know you from 17. Yeah. And I was just like, ah, forget <laughs> it, coach. We're going to go to six. We just going <laughs> to start a new legacy. Yeah. I love it. Uh, you know, your three games in the season and great start at home against Gardner-Webb. Then you go to UNC and it's like, hey, we got a chance here. We had them on the ropes overtime. And, and I feel like Lady Luck just wasn't on. Appalachian side there it just we ran out of luck maybe and then we were at home against ECU and like you said it's biggest crowd in Kid Brewer Stadium history and it's it feels good to beat those in-state teams you know look at those three games was there one of them in particular you had like circled like hey this is going to be a big time one um is there like any thoughts from these past three weeks uh I really look at all opponents the same. Like, everybody gets the opportunity to play against me. Not like, I'm just yeah. like, oh, uh, this is a big game. This is a big game. I go into it like, they got to see what I'm working with because it took, it took forever for me to even get this opportunity, and I'm just so grateful for it. So it's just, I go into every opportunity, like, I'm going to showcase my talent. And then, yeah, we're we just going to roll with it. 
I like our chances over anybody, to be honest. Whoever Damn. Ooh. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. I do too. I love it. Fitz, you, you got any questions? Man, I got I got a few questions. Um, I think I think my first question is just kind of the I think I asked this with T Henny when we had when we had him on. And I feel like we've just had a lot of younger receivers over the years, um, just kind of recently, like especially like COVID time. And maybe that's maybe that's just because we have like, you know, five year sophomores like like everybody in the league. But I was just wondering, I feel like you changing numbers. Are you in that role of being kind of the vocal leader for the receivers or or offense in general? Like, what does that look like for you right now? Um. Uh well before I even changed my number two six I mean they respected me at seventeen because I I mean I made plays so it was just a number returning starter so they they definitely leaned on to me to make plays like when when we're in the game they'll look at me and say Sean we need a big play da 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 and I'll be like yeah I got you so I mean just me being the old older guy around and I've been in here when we did go thirteen and one and I seen like us winning. So it's just they'll they'll ask me what the things that we did in the future to better us for the like for the future. I mean, what we did good in the past to better us for the future. So it was just like, yeah, I'm a vocal leader, but at the same time, I come to play. Like I bring my game to the table. So that's how I lead by example. I'm not really a captain though. I let everybody else, the captain, speak up. I'm more of a, I just want to play hard, and everybody else gonna gravitate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and it actually leads me kind of your your playmaking. Like when when Parker said we're having you on, I was like, wait, he had he had a catch down the stretch, and and I was thinking of the Carolina game last year when it was the you know the basketball score. It was like you know sixty, you know sixty three to sixty two or something, and yeah, yeah, you had a big touchdown with you know thirty seconds left. What was I know that was short lived because we missed the two point conversion, but like what was that feeling like having that catch that play like one of the you know one of the biggest moments because only a few guys really have those moments in their in their college career. Yeah, um, for the most part, I mean, I scored a game winner in in high school before, so it it, it was almost like a. All right, I just got to keep working because eventually uh, a time or a moment is going to come like this again and I'm going to be ready for it. So it was just like uh, he called the play and I executed and it's just like, wow. It really wasn't no like something that I think was surprising because I always go hard at what I do. So it just came down to execution at the end of the day. Like it wasn't nothing too crazy for me. And then I redid it again this year, like, almost the same replica catch so yeah i mean this is routine at this point <laughs> yeah that's cool um, I, love it. I got a uh, question for you so big play sean you know you and y'all play hard against the well my rivals unc what when you line up on the line of scrimmage against a team like that where people kind of have them they have you guys as the underdogs and they like oh it's just easy money Mm-hmm. Every rep that you own, like what goes through your mind when you're going up against a team like that? I gotta win. Like I, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be different from a lot of people, especially in our conference, like Group of Five Sun Belt, because the Sun Belt, believe it or not, is like 
really becoming one of them top dogs. We mm -hmm. we competing with a lot of good teams out there. True. So it's just like, okay, now our our spread, we was like 20-point underdogs, and I felt real disrespected. So all week we was coming in like we 20-point underdogs. They got us 8% chance to win the game, this and that. We got to go. We got to come to play. We got to show them that, like, we can see the field with them. And just that's what we did. We came, played hard, tried to play fast, tried to beat them physically. And it's just like, yeah, we came up short. And I could debate with some of the calls that was going on out there. Talk but. to them. But we, that's another story. We, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, story. we'll leave that behind, you know, on to the next. Yeah. But mm. God is watching. We, we, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But for the most part, it's just like, when, it don't matter who I line up in front of, they going to get this work because I put in the work. So, yeah. I, I'm not really nervous about any opponent, to be honest. I love it. Yes. Love it. Well, you you know, Wyoming's up next. You're one and a half point dog here. Chip yeah. on shoulder. You're the away team. They're coming off that big Texas close game. Yeah. I, I think you all have the right attitude. Fuck them. Yeah, Line sure. them up. Let's go. Yeah, right. for sure. For sure. We've been doing our scouting reports and uh, we've been watching film, going over things that's going to work and what we think that's not going to work. And it's all just going to come down to execution. Like, we just got to come in there and just want to win, have the will to win, make our plays, take our shots, and then, you know, we're going to run the ball. We got Nate Noel, so. That's right. Yeah, so once we go in there, execute, handle business, we're going to come back with the win, though. We'll I come love back it. With the win. Let's yeah. go. Book it. Mm -hmm. uh, in remembrance of Tim, RIP, he's not really dead. He just he, – he, he's on another venture in life. He's on the – Dead on our show. Yeah, yeah, so he, he's dead to us right now. But, no, it's all love. He always asks this question. Um, once football is said and done, your first-round pick, you've got multiple Super Bowls, Pro Bowls, Hall of Famer, that type of stuff. What do you want to do with your life once football's out of it? Oh, uh, when football is done uh, – so right now I have a brand right now called Cold Hearted Stepper. Yeah, this one of the shirts right here. Let's go. So, um, so it's good that I started like my brand and my image right now, just because say I had football teammates that ended up getting hurt and they can't even like play football anymore. So now they're at the point of their life where it's like we have to figure this out, do this and that. And it's just I came to realization when I wasn't playing, like I have to be more than just an athlete. So I ended up getting my degree. Uh, I'm an entrepreneur. I have a lot of things under my belt, which I could cut hair. Uh, I'm good at public speaking. I got my own brand and it's just, uh, I, I do things with real estate and things like that. So I just wrap my mind on, I don't specifically know what I want to do, but I have a lot of trades that I, that I can dip and dab in once I'm done with football, just because of like the connections and the things that I built over time, over these years. So, man. Yeah. That's I way more put together than I was post grad. Yes, so I end up being a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think it's awesome, and I it goes to you know the NIL people. I I've called it the wild wild west right now. There's no really limitations on it, and so go get that bag, go get that money. And, yeah. and for you, you have played this thing so smart by being diverse, getting in different avenues, and just being smart with it, dude. You're set up like this. That's amazing. I love that. Cool hard steppers. You gotta tell us where to get some. Where we gotta go to get this. Yeah, so I got my uh website up. It's called coldheartedsteppers.com. So then, yeah. Um, right now, I'm still, I'm like collabing with 
like some of my teammates and stuff like that just to get them on board to build their own image and brand and stuff like that. And I'm telling them, okay, we could collab on designs or something like that. And then we could uh, make some shorts or make some shirts and stuff like that. And maybe they could understand the business side of things and make them some money on the side. And then they'll branch off and do their own thing. So I just want to be like almost like a vessel to some of the younger guys to understand that it's more than just football at the end of the day because it could all be taken away sooner or later. So uh, that's what I'm working on right now. I still have inventory on sale. I'm doing really good with my sales and stuff like that. But, yeah, my goal right now is trying to bring some of my younger guys up. Yeah, because I really ain't had that mentorship when I was coming up. So, yeah. Mark Cuban of App State, baby. I love it. <laughs> hey, man, you, you have to send us the link afterwards and we'll promote it. Anything you want to promote, we'll, we'll shout out because that's awesome, dude. I, I'm so, super happy for you. That's what's up. So, um, so. Fitz, you got your go to question? Yeah, I always ask. Uh, I was ask our, ask our players your NFL ceiling and floor. So it's kind of like at the peak of your powers, at the peak of your game. Which NFL player do you kind of resemble? Would you kind of would kind of be your player grade? Um, and then your floor is kind of like your real. You're kind of a real reality. It's kind of a realistic kind of who you play like. Oh, so you want me to like? pick somebody that I think I play like. So like I asked, like I asked my, uh, one of my grad professors, I asked him his NBA ceiling and floor. His yeah. ceiling was Scottie Pippen. Really? Oh, but his floor was like Andrew Wiggins. Okay. Okay. I will. <laughs> all right. I'm going to go, I'm going to go, uh, Justin Jefferson. Yeah. That's the, uh, ceiling right there. He wanted one of the ones. And then I would say my floor is like a, a two-two Atwell. He played for the Rams, uh, like a speedy receiver. He'll probably take the top off um, with the with the speed and you know downfield catches. So that's probably what who I resemble. Yeah, I like I'm it. here for it. I like yeah. it. Devonta, you got any questions before we put him on the hot seat? Yeah. Um. Let me ask you this. So far, like, what's been the pregame vibes as far as like music? What's been getting you going on this mm. tier you got going? Uh, you want to know like artists or yeah, artists, songs, whichever one that first comes to mind. Um, I well, I'm from Florida, so I listen to a lot of Kodak, and then uh, Twenty One Savage get in the mix a little bit. Twenty One Savage, and then we listen to Booby. I don't know if y'all know a little bit of Booby. He used to play running back here. Uh. Mm. Number twenty five. Oh well, this yeah. Well, you probably know of Booby, but yeah, we listen to him too. So those like my top three people that I listen to on game days: Kodak, Twenty One Savage, and Booby. You saw keep it to Florida. We listening oh. to music. Oh yeah, I I love okay. Florida music because it's just that's that's what I grew up on. So yeah, okay. yeah. Trick Daddy, Trick Daddy. Yeah, I listen to him sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now. Jalen Moore, he's he's doing music. Yeah, Jalen Moore. Oh man, I all right. I'm I was trying people. to figure out who it was. Yeah, yeah Jalen Moore, know. but we yeah. call but we call him Booby on our end though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was his nickname. Man, okay, okay. What? I might check him out. This is Hold on. I, I got Jalen Moore's helmet right there. He signed it and stuff. And, and, yeah, uh, his rapper name is Booby. How do you like B O O B I? 
Uh, I like I got a lot of his like unreleased, and I think he he got some music like out there on YouTube and stuff like that. But he could rap though. All right, we've been listening to him. We've been listening to him for a little minute, putting the people on it. All right, I like it. All right, man, Man, we had to get Jay Moore on soon. Talk about that. That's awesome, dude. Mm -hmm. Uh, All right, we're gonna put you in the hot seat. So first question that comes to mind, or sorry, first answer, you just let it rip. All right. All right, we'll start with some easy ones. Favorite music artist? Kodak. Kodak. Favorite spot in Boone? Food place? Yep, spot. yep. Uh, Chili's. Chili's, okay. Yeah. Best thing about App State? Uh, I would say game days to Heck me. Yeah. In my All opinion. right. It's a different vibe. I like it. Yeah. Um, your favorite NFL team? The Ravens. Ravens. Man, we're yeah. going to talk about Sunday. I'm an LJ fan. I, I love players more than teams almost. So Okay. Okay. Yeah. If it wasn't football, what sport would you be playing? Basketball. Basketball. Okay. Yeah, I was like really good at point guard. All right. All right. If they're making a Deshaun Davis movie, who's playing you? What actor? Uh, Probably, probably uh, Kevin Hart. <laughs> or, uh, yeah, Kevin Hart. I like it. I love it. I love it. Uh, your next end zone dance is gonna be. Uh, I was thinking either the worm or the sprinkler. <laughs> Let's go! Oh, oh my gosh, that'd be great. <laughs> oh man, yeah. dude, you yours have been amazing. That you and see the little rascals, little wave, and then yeah, yo, you've been snapping on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we always we think about our celebrations before the game, and we'll practice it in practice. And then once we get in the game, if our adrenaline not pumping, pumping and stuff like that, we'll just hit our dance that we've been practicing. I so, love that. Yeah, it's already predetermined before we get in the end zone. Practice game speed, with, baby. Hit him with the bus driver. Driving, the bus driving. driver. Passengers <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, you're the opponent you're looking forward to facing the most, and you can't say the next one. Uh, I would say JMU. Mm. That's going to be a tough game. Uh, they got us last year. They came back on us. So and they and they winning a lot this year. So yeah, yeah uh, that's I really got them circled on the calendar. So that's who I want. Got to get that lick back. Yeah, yeah I wrote that lit back for them. And talking crazy too. Yeah, on definitely. Show the show the guy doing the championship belt. Championship man. belt. I seen they that. Man. I seen that. I say, okay, they think they on the top of the sun belt now. So Ooh. I can't wait to see that game. I can't wait to play in that game. So yeah. I love it. Uh Dream NIL deal. Uh I want like a um a big time endorsement with like uh one of these shoe companies like Nikes or Jordans or anything oh. like yeah, or Pumas or whatever company. Just something, something in uh, those lines. I want that. Yeah. I love Dream it. Man. Yeah. Dream quarterback to throw you the ball. Besides Joey? Besides Joey. Ryan, <laughs> whoever. Yeah. We'll uh, say NFL quarterback. NFL quarterback that I would want to throw the ball to me. Dead or alive, anytime. I would go... Wow, that's a hard one right there. Mm. Uh, Joe Burrow, Joe V. Yeah. All right, Joe V. I like I like how Joe Burrow uh, orchestrate the game, and he tough. 
So, yeah. I love it. I love it. All right. We got one more segment for you, and then we'll let you go. We're no student athlete, and but if you want to stick around, like I said, man, feel free. Uh, this is a blind top five. So we're gonna get, I'm just going to throw out a name, and you got to put it in your one, two, three, four, five without knowing who's coming next. All right. So we got blind top five. Are we all doing this? Yeah, we're all doing it. Okay. Wide receivers. So Deshaun, okay. if you want, you can let Fitz and Devontae go first. Or if you want to take the reins, man, you feel free to rank them right off the bat. Okay. Yeah, I, I can lead it. I can lead all it. Right. Yeah. Right. Save my first rodeo. Okay. All right. All right. Starting with a banger. Steve Smith. Uh, that's a good one. Uh he's gonna be a little bit. Lower on my list, higher. I never know what to say, lower or higher. Um, I'm going to put him at four. Mm. Number mm. four, but that's a solid, solid one. Yeah. Man, I, I'll say three. Three. I, I'm going to be honest, like back in the day, I didn't really appreciate him until like I got older. You know, those little random highlights drop. Uh-huh. Like, man. He was different, bro. He was he was di- a bad dude. in his old age. He was different. So I was like, yeah, three, mm-hmm. just mean as hell. Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> that hatred that just fueled me. So <laughs> I rock with it. Yeah. Oh, and it's my turn. Um, yeah, I'm feeling a solid three as well too, because I heard history about him as a uh, not even just a receiver, as a blocker too. He was mm-hmm. good at that. So he did everything else outside of him just. Oh, oh man, he was on roll. I know. Again. He'll come back. We'll see. Yeah, I was trying to remember if it was him. Was he blocking for Cam Newton? I think like yeah, Cam had like a crazy run, and Steve's out there like just, just on it. You good? Hey, you're good, Deshaun. Yeah, yeah. Solid three though. Solid yeah. three. I like yeah. it. All right, ice up, son. All right. Next up, <laughs> JJ, Justin Jefferson. Dude, I'm gonna say. I'm going to say number one. I, you know, I know it's early in his career, but I think he's changed the game. Um, I mean, potentially when it's said and done, he's in the same realm as Jerry Rice, Randy Moss. I mean, he's, he's in that conversation. So assuming you don't put the GOAT on here, I'm going to put Jefferson number one. you got to figure out who the GOAT is. Yeah. <laughs> um, dog, you know what? Just for the sake, I don't want to go with recency bias. I'll I'll go for, um, he'll I'll go for, right up under Steve Smith. Just because it's like he's doing well now, even though the Vikings are kind of down right now, at least to me. But like he's still producing, like he's he's carrying. So like he's making his way up the list. But I'll put him at four right now. All right, I'm going to put him at two just because I feel like you might put somebody that's, like, very elite in the mix. But he a top two receiver just because, like, he could go out there and get 100 yards easy, like, every game. So, I mean, that's what you want at receiver, somebody that's going to produce every game. So, yeah, he a top two for me on my list. I love it. And I will say this is the most competitive list I've ever done. And it's all random. I, I put wide receivers in a randomizer, and it just gave me five. And it is, oh, this man. is a good top five. That man said okay. Miles Austin. Miles <laughs> <was> Austin. <laughs> we're going to go from a current Viking to a Hall of Famer. Randomized. Oh, I knew oh. you were going to do that. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know what? I, and I, I'm known to just to just stick to my guns here. Yeah. 
Jefferson, he Randy's not even the best Viking all time. Randy, Randy's gonna be my number two. Um, it the potential of Randy Moss might be number one. Like what he could have been, or like his mm. best year might be top of the list. But I think consistency wise, I think Jefferson is a guy that is virtually unguardable. And I mean, Moss was was two basically. But I think the I think Jefferson's ability to just get open. I think Randy just had the ability to catch it over anybody. Like he, yeah. you know, as as far as getting separation, I don't know if that was Randy's game. Uh, he just needed a step. He just needed just that that extra inch. Where Jefferson's, he's open by like five yards, like every play. Which so I'll I'll put Randy at two and feel good about it. Yeah, Randy's Randy's my goat. I put him at number one, no question. You got Moss, son. The verb. Like, yeah. Come on now. Come on now. Yeah. Uh, jump ball receiver. The facts, though, that i never really seen too many, like, uh, curl routes or hitches mm. that he yeah. was able to take to the crib. He's more like a jump ball receiver. And mm. ah, ah, I got to put him at number four on my list because, like, you can find a jump ball receiver everywhere, but you need somebody to take a slant to the crib. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need that speed. All yeah. right. Well, I don't get any speed for this next one. I got another jump ball guy. D Hop. Number five for me. Uh, maybe the best hands on this list so far mm-hmm. uh, in terms of yeah. hands. But, you know, it, it, you know, I'm looking for route runners. I'm looking for guys that, not that D Hop isn't, you know, all these guys are elite. They're, they're great receivers. But I do think D Hop, he's on the bottom of this list, just that. I don't know. I put him in the same fabric as like Chris Carter, um, another great receiver. You know, just mm-hmm. guys who had great hands. Um, we're gonna make a play in clutch moments. But man, I want that. I want that quick guy that's gonna be open by by a mile. But <laughs> D Hop number five. Yeah, uh number five. So many good jump balls, but yeah, I'm gonna put him in number five. Yeah. Yeah, facts. He's going to be a number five receiver for me. Good good hands, but you feel me? That's just something that you can find anywhere, to be honest. If you get on the jug every day, pretty much. <laughs> hey, that's right. That's right. All right. Last but not least, Fitz, you're going to be furious. It's going to be Packer in the – No. Jerry Rice. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Yep, he busted my list, man. That's really – that's got to be number one. But I have to put him at three, which sucks. Like <laughs> – I put I'd put him over Randy, which really stinks. So, bro, yeah, got nothing to say, man. Flash eighty, the goat. I mean, Jerry Rice is the goat. What about the sticker, man? Like, let's let's talk about that. Oh, what about the sticker? Let's talk about it. Does that hamper his his legacy? Or yeah, is there an asterisk? Do we put it with Barry Bonds? Yeah. <laughs> See, with Barry Bonds, I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean, I I get how fair it is, but. Yeah. yeah, he's number two for me. I'm not really a Jerry Rice truther just for that fact, but um, like Deshaun said, like he did get off on a couple of like his hitch routes somehow. Granted, it was before like everybody was athletic, but at the same time, <laughs> he he got off with the athletic quarterback. So you got to give it to him, the originator, OG. Yeah. yeah, and I and well, I got one more spot left, but he number one on my book. You feel me? I done seen a, a couple highlights of Jerry, and you feel me? He he could he could be on my fantasy team back in the day if I picked him. So, yeah, I, I got I got him as number one on my team. Yeah, I love it. I love it. 
Well, hey, Deshaun, man, I can't thank you enough, brother. Um, yes, if, if there's anything you want to plug, feel free to plug it, dude. And um, just thanks again. We can't wait to watch you just blow the top off Wyoming secondary. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I appreciate y'all for even having me, man. It's a blessing and a great opportunity. Hey, of course, man. You're welcome back anytime. You go catch a couple of tutties this week, and we'll have you back on next week. Good luck, yes, Charlie. Yes, sir. Appreciate that. <laughs> I'll yeah, see y'all later. Watch you, man. Take care, brother. Yep. yep. Man, good guy. Awesome conversation. I'm I'm here for it. I always love these, man. Just the talking to these App State guys. It just it's good. Yeah. We're gonna have some more interesting guys. It makes being a it makes being a fan of App even better. Like Dante, you just gotta get on the you get, get on get on the train. I I took one visit to App like when I was in high school, maybe, and I remember like it was beautiful. Y'all got it. Like the view is beautiful. But then I remember walking and, you know, you talk to the tour guide and bro was like, they were like, yeah, it's really nice when it snows. They were like, I was like, oh, so y'all got to, y'all don't get snow days? They were like, no. No. Yeah. Well, that's it for me. Dude. That's it for me. When I had knee reconstruction surgery, I had it in January. And oh. I, would, I would crutch to class on ice and snow. Bro. Just crutches. It was terrible. And there, there was like no like handicap stuff. It's all hills. So it's just like, yeah, let me, that let me is not die today. Do y'all like not for real have like ramp? I mean, oh, that is some logistical city planning. Like it's rough. Man. Mm. I, I remember one snow day. I think it was our sophomore year, Fitz. And that's the only snow day I remember. I'm just trying to remember. No, like, what are you talking about? Like, like when classes were canceled throughout the day. I only remember one. No, sophomore year. Now I remember okay. like eight a.m. Like when classes canceled. were canceled. Yeah. Yeah. No, like yeah, I don't really remember. Yeah, I don't really remember them canceling classes a lot. Was that I like remember? I remember a lot of nights where people yeah, pretty were sledding. Much. I remember like there were just nights you just go out, everyone's sledding, like you put the beer everywhere. in the snow and you just go sled. Yep. Yeah. yeah, and like behind the music building, there's that crazy ass hill. Yeah, suicide like, hill. Yeah. yeah, and like literally sledding into a brick building, like <laughs> you just try to like avoid. There's like a little path between these two brick buildings. Like, <laughs> oh, hell, you just try to, you just try to <laughs> nail that path. <laughs> yeah, man. It, it earned the name Suicide Hill, but yeah. uh, it was good. Hey, speaking of, well, not really, but Tim, <laughs> message us from the grave. We miss Yo, you, Tim. We love you. <laughs> oh, man. We love oh, you. Man. That's right. Had a... Well, speaking of uh, talking from the grave, I don't know, Travis Hunter, man. He's he's down. He's out for three weeks for Colorado. I hate to see it, all because of of the hit from Blackburn here. Um, and I'll show the video here in a second. But I got to know what is your all's opinion on on punishment? Should there be a punishment? Like it's. I'll show the video in case you haven't seen it for our viewers who haven't seen it. Got to look at Sean Lewis, the offensive coordinator. Moment ago, downfield, incomplete, but a flag down intended for Hunter who took a shot afterwards by Henry Blackburn. So, what's your thought? Man, I'm going to be honest. Like, seeing that live, like, for one, shout out to Dion for having the whole world watching yeah. West Coast football, for one. But I remember seeing this live, and I'm thinking, after seeing the hit on Jaden Daniels in the LSU and Mississippi State game, I'm like, surely they do something to bro, like throw him out the game or something. But no, he got to stay. And then I don't know, I just, you, I don't know, coming up in the era of football, 
I say that like I'm old, but like, you know, <laughs> a lot of concussions and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, oh, that's just football. But like sometimes, sometimes you look at some stuff and like maybe, maybe they should chill out. And apparently now he's been getting death threats for that. Mm-hmm. And and Dion had to come to his rescue. But I don't know, man. I believe in karma too. But at the mm-hmm. same time, he, he should have been. <sighs> I don't think he should have been thrown out simply for the fact that he didn't go helmet to helmet. And apparently that automatically gets you thrown out. So, no, I, I guess it's all right. But karma's going to get his ass. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. don't hate that take. Well, see, I don't like it when – a player gets thrown out on a hit where they're clearly not like they're not trying to hurt someone. Injure them, yeah. You know, like they're just they're just trying to make a play, and maybe the crown of the helmet hits them, mm. you know, or whatever. Like sometimes you just see it, it's like, well, they're gonna they're gonna throw them out, and it's just like, like I get the player's safety, but sometimes it feels like it's almost like he led with the helmet, he's out. You know, mm. it's like you can't do that. Where this situation, no, he didn't lead with the helmet. But he blatantly hit him like Two, way after steps the play. afterwards. Yeah, like it's only it's almost like that should be warranted as you know. All right, no way, like no way you're, you know. And I I feel like that's where I'm a little, I've been more confused with it. It's like so you can hit someone late in the play just as long as you don't hit them with the with the crown of your helmet. I don't know. I just, I was looking at the the clip again and it kind of. It's shouts to Dion too for having like a team being able to be controlled in that moment because I just thought about it. Who gets thrown at like he hits him while this man was fully out of bounds in front of his own bench. Yeah. I imagine like everybody just jumps on his ass and just packs him out, stomps him out. Who yeah. gets ejected then? And so yeah. like that's probably good coaching and like good on the team to just like chill out and be like, that's all right, we're gonna get our get back, whatever. But if that was the case, cause we yeah. saw what happened with Florida and Tennessee? Mm. Uh, who gets thrown? Who gets thrown out in that case? Because we saw what happened. We see people protecting their teammates. So how do they figure it out? Yeah, it, it's tough. And see, Devonte, you, you kind of know me. I've got to screw loose sometimes, especially like when it comes to football. And it's just like for me, I love what Shador did, getting up in the guy's grill. And I kind of wanted the whole line to be like, "Yo, you don't yeah. fuck with our guy." But at the same time, I. I, you, you don't want anybody getting thrown out. So salute to Dion, Coach Prime, for having his guys under control. It, I was kind of torn, like, get after his ass. And I was like, well, maybe not. It's, not mm, it's still it. more game to play. In exactly. This. Exactly. But, yeah, if I'm the NCAA, I think you have to suspend him a game. I don't think it warrants two, three games. But I think one game suspension is, is where you do this thing. And, yeah, he wasn't thrown out that game. Probably should have been because we talked about the targeting stuff. But – it, it's a bad situation. I hate it for Hunter because, dude, he has been the best player in the country. He's been phenomenal. He's been electric. Coach Prime, like you said, I was up at two thirty watching this game. You know, feeding my son with my phone right here, just like just glued in, locked in. Thing. And I was like, yo, only Coach Prime can get us this late, and it was just awesome. And now they've got to go to Oregon and play against USC without their best player. And it, I don't want to say. It, these losses or these games will have an asterisk because I hate when people say that. Mm. But it's just like, what if, you know, against Oregon, okay, maybe it's a seven-point game instead of a 20-point game. Or, you know, against USC, maybe they don't lose by 10, but they lose by three points. You know, you just – now I have that thought in the back of my head, like, if they have their best player, I think it's 
see the yeah, but if they if they win without him, yeah, like that could I'm be huge for them. You know, it's scary. I, I they know. like win even if it's a close game, just like it was with Colorado State. If it's a close game and they peel one out without um, Travis Hunter, it gets scary because after them, after Oregon, and after USC, I think the only big time opponent is Utah, and that's the last game. Yeah, I think maybe Arizona. Yeah, yeah, but Arizona's not those. They, yeah, if they win these games without Travis, and then they get him healthy, and they beat Utah, they got to be in the playoffs. Like they have it. to. Yeah, but they have to. They go unbeaten. Playoffs. I had a weird thought. Like, what if somehow you know how? Like, I kind of believe that some of this sports stuff because of capitalism is getting kind of like placed and put in places. So, what if somehow in the CFP? Florida State and Colorado ends up being in the CFP. Ooh, God, the oh, the Dion Bowl. Mm. Give me chills. Ooh. Yeah, mm. I love it. That that would be a lot, <laughs> especially if Dion comes out victorious and he can say all the stuff about how people were talking about. But you were a Seminole. Mm. He was like, "No, I graduated from Talladega," and I was like, "God, got your ass." Yeah, like they never wanted to give him an opportunity, and you know he forged yeah. his own path. I mean, they gave him an opportunity, but he forged his own path really look at it yeah they they had a chance to hire him this year and they passed on yeah and that's like yo you you gotta think like they gotta be kicking themselves i mean florida Mm -hmm. state survived a scare from boston college like cool yeah yeah it's it's tough uh which that game i don't know if you saw if you stuck around the fans rushed the field Mm. and it got a lot of conversation of when is what's the ruling to rush the field i for me they're college kids. They're not used to winning. Mm-hmm. Allow it. It's a prime time game. It's a rival. I'm good for it. Other than that, I think you have to beat a ranked opponent and you're a dog in, in some way. Um, but once again, I get it. You haven't won. It was, won an, over, it was an overtime game. Overtime yeah. game. You know, a walk-off. It was like a walk-off, you know. And it's I already it's a lot of hype in general. Like, you have famous people there. Yeah. The crowd is packed out. Now, I'm a, being an – this is something that I didn't get to really enjoy as a NC State alumnus. Yeah, alumnus. But, like, I never – even the Florida State game I went to, but I didn't I didn't rush the field. I don't even think they ru- they did rush the field. I rushed, like, Hillsborough Street. But, like, NC State <laughs> is adamant about this stuff. They don't want us to have any fun. So, like, whenever they had the opportunity to uh, rush the field, I didn't get to do it. But anytime it's a rival, if you didn't win anything, I, you know what? I'm going to be honest. Like, I love F sportsmanship and all that stuff. If you didn't win anything last year and every game you win, you rush the field, I'm all for it. To hell with them. You know, if they don't want you to rush the field, don't lose. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But, but in general, um, without being that dramatic, you know, any rivalry or – Honestly, I'm gonna say rivalry just for the sake of being petty. Ranked opponents, you got like they've been there before because rankings aren't real if you really mm. think about it. <laughs> so we got to think about AP. I'm I'm forever beefing with the AP top twenty five because mm. a newspaper is telling us what to think about mm. a sports team. You and Fitz can can start. Yeah, I know there. exactly. We, we gotta, like I'm, I'm hearing my own. Like then the government, we wake up being waterboarded by. But <laughs> I. I'm, I'm doing my research on that. You know, Skip Bayless trying to come after you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. Fitz, any thoughts from you? 
No, I think that's, I think a rivalry game, or I would even say like overtime. I think when you set it up that it's going to be a walk-off no matter what, like whether it's an incomplete pass or an interception or a touchdown, you know, missed extra point is like any overtime game. I, I think, you know, it, if the emotions are running high, if it's, it's just, which it's overtime, so it's probably going to be, I would just say, yeah, that, why are we talking about this? It's, okay. you know, it's college okay. football. Okay, I like it. Um, should the NFL start rushing fields? No. <laughs> no. Oh, no. We, we're, we're it would get out of hand. Know, like, it's, no, it's getting nasty out there for real. So, yeah. Yeah. okay, like you're like you've seen those like old highlights. It's like a baseball game in the seventies, or like <laughs> NFL would do this, like in the seventies. Like they just let people just like walk on the field. Yeah, it'd be like. <laughs> You know, like I think the immaculate reception is that, you know, Franco Harris runs in, you just got like Steelers like fans like the running. Man, yeah. It's scary. And they're not kids. They're not college kids. It's like Grown some dude man. who's been smoking like two packs a day, just like <laughs> out there touching Franco Harris. It's like, dude, <laughs> I don't I don't know about this. I right. yeah. you're saying there's age limit to rush the field is that, is that yeah what they, they figured it out when the players started getting a little sketched out like yeah we're professional. <laughs> like we I, can't be we can't be having this i gotta be honest if people start rushing the field in the nfl something's getting stolen like it was like going to a panthers game and some i really thought that game where i think it was graham Gano kicked that um game winner against yeah. the giants i was there at that game and I genuinely thought they were about to like, you know, hop over and like share on cam and stuff like that. But instead they did it outside the stadium. And I just kept thinking like, if somebody rushed the field, you know, like what type, what type of stuff could you take from the box? Cause no, they're oh. worried about everybody on the field. What's in the box. Dude. You, know, you just walk out there with some free gear or something, you know, that's every intrusive thought. So like I've rushed the field when, when apps beats big opponents and stuff. And like the intrusive voice, depending on how much you drink, It'd be like, yo, there's some helmets on that sideline with some yeah. jerseys, you know? Yeah. The yeah. From the <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, thankfully never have acted on that one. But, uh, yeah. All right. Just had to ask you guys. Uh, we're going to say college football one more time here. We got a big week, boys. Week four is where you just sit on your couch, crack it on cold ones, get some DoorDash, some Bojangles, whatever it might be. Mm. These games – are phenomenal. We start off with Ohio State, Notre Dame, six at nine. Then f- number four, Florida State, goes on to Clemson, number 19, Colorado, at number 10, Oregon, which we talked about, number 24, Iowa, traveling to Happy Valley at number seven, Penn State, number 22, UCLA, traveling to Utah, against number 11, Utes, number 15, Old Miss, versus number 13, Bama, Kiffin, Saban, rematch, mm. Arkansas at number 12, LSU, and then Oregon State, Washington State, 14, traveling 21 there. There's some big games here. I if I don't have to, I'm not leaving the couch Saturday. What's what do you guys feel? I bet like one of those games is actually close. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I'm just a college football hater. I just feel like every week it's like how many games are actually close? Like where I'm like, Yeah, this oh, week was quarter. great. Like fourth quarter, who's in it? <sighs> I don't know, man. I yeah, I can kind of – I don't know. Like, I like these matchups more than I did when they were – like, who was it? Portland State played North American or something like that and, like, got their get back or whatever. 91-0. So, like, I guess now within these next coming weeks, 
they're playing, you know, actual competition. So I'm glad you mentioned that, um, Hacky, about Ole Miss and Bama because I completely forgot about that. But at the same time, it's still Ole Miss. It's <laughs> yeah. still Nick Saban. So, but you know, they got their whole little quarterback shuffle thing going on. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. But honestly, if any of the games end up being closer, it'll probably be FSU and Clemson. But, yeah. You know, we'll as disappointing as Clemson's been this season, mm-hmm. I feel like Florida State, you're on upset alert. I'm still praying on Davos downfall hard. Yeah. Fervently. Yeah. I am praying. Like, oh my God. I'm telling you, when you guys beat Clemson in 21, it it changed, it shook him to his core. DJ got shipped out. And then nobody wanted to come to Clemson. And now his team is ranked now. Yeah, number 14. Dabo isn't. He's bullying some, I don't know. Apparently, like, it was some discrepancies going on, like, what Dabo wants to play his nice, old-fashioned um, 1950s milkshake offense, and it's not working <laughs> anymore, and I don't think he sees that. So we'll just yeah. keep that ball rolling. You know, it's amazing we don't have touchdown Jesus. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, Picking upsets here. Any other upsets for you guys? I think Notre Dame takes down Ohio State nine to six, but it's a home game for Notre Dame. I feel like Irish get. We already talked about Clemson. I think Kiffin beats Saban again. I don't know. That's those are my three upset alerts. Watch them. I honestly, I think like after LSU went off against Mississippi State, mm. Arkansas might give them a battle and like edge them out at the end. I don't know what's, what I'm going off of, but, like, I feel like they they hit um, – what's the guy's name? Malik Neighbors had 239, t- 239 yards and two touchdowns. And I yeah. feel like you can't you can't double that up in college. You can't no. possibly – now, if he does it, I'll shut my mouth, but I really don't think <laughs> you can double that up. Because after – like, it's good that somebody is the guinea pig and they figure out, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll squash all that. Mm-hmm. So squash all that was their option because we haven't really been hearing anything about LSU's offense outside of, at least for me, Jaden Daniels and Malik Neighbors. I don't know who else they have. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm with you. And once you stop Brian Kelly's like weapon X, mm-hmm. he has, he's got nothing else. I feel like it's coach Gary Gaines from Friday Night Lights and you lose Bowie mm-hmm. Miles. You got to figure out something else. You can't. Yeah. Fits any so dog just- picks. As well as Clemson games at Clemson, it is. I think yep. that could be. Yeah, I, I think that could be Clemson like pretty handedly. I think they could win mm. like pretty big and just just kind of shut some people up. Yeah. Um, Washington State, I've been kind of keeping a tab on them. They they're just they're just kind of that that sneaky team. I don't know how high they can climb, but um, I'd like to see that. I'd like to see them beat Oregon State there. But again, where are these rankings? I, I don't know what these actually mean. You and but, Keith, yeah. you're gonna start a death death march to him. I love it. Yeah, yeah. All right. I hope he uh, hears this too and like comes on the show and tells us what about ourselves. <laughs> uh, we got two real quick topics, and we'll do our NFL Pickums speed round. Yeah. Uh, grass versus turf. We talked about last season, um, and now I feel like it's getting more headway. Aaron Rodgers torn Achilles, and last night Nick Chubb with the blown out sure. knee and. I'm not sure how much of that is is the turf's fault compared to to just a freak accident getting blown up in the knee. Um, but I feel like the owners, it's going to cost 
total $12 million for the NFL to go to all grass. It's what the Premier League soccer does. They protect their investment. They protect their athletes. I feel like it's the thing to do. I, I grew up playing on turf, and I loved it. I tore my knee on grass. But I feel like the data's there to say it's typically the opposite, where mm. you protect your investment on grass, turf kind of screws you. That's from you guys. I, I, I think I might have played on a turf field maybe once. That was, I think that was like my first football game ever, but it's always been grass. And one thing, now that you mention it, my senior year when I tore my ACL, I wonder if I was like on my last like limb, quote unquote, but I was in grass the whole time. Like I played the entire football season. I never got hurt. I, I've never been hurt before. And then we start basketball season. And I just do a drop step and like, shoot, my, my knee slip. I tore my ACL. So it kind of, I'm all for grass now that I think about it. Now, as far as with Nick Chubb, that was a freak accident, and he always gets the most gruesome accidents. I hate it for him. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, something yeah. like one of my boys, he actually just ruptured his Achilles, and I remember him saying that, like, he had a calf strain. And so, like, that's been, like, a recurring thing with people that have been um, mm-hmm. messing up their Achilles is a calf strain. And you remember Aaron Rodgers has, has had a calf strain for the past, like, two years if not more and like he's 40 and so like i don't think bro sleeps either so that kind of helps <laughs> so like it had to be coming up soon so like grass i feel like if it's if it really is only 12 million dollars they got it like they can do it but again you know capitalism they're like no i'm just about my bread and like i don't want to spend money to have somebody keep up with this grass which I don't know. I, I guarantee you there's like a super fan that would be willing to cut the grass for this oh, yeah. tickets, not even free tickets. To just For, how many Forrest Gumps are out there that would do it for you free? Feel me? Like, there's, yeah, so yeah. Many. Yeah. there's so many. And especially like in the South, oh, they got to stop playing. Like, come on now. Carolina can do it. At, well, mm-hmm. I don't think, yeah, Atlanta doesn't have a grass field. I'm trying to figure out. Um, do you know which fields currently have grass? I know Hines, oh. not Hines, but Hines Field does. Uh, let's see. Looking. I'm looking, I'm looking. Lambo, Hines, Arrowhead, yeah. Foxborough. Said it's like bluegrass or something. All right. Uh, NFL standards were grass. Arizona Cardinals, Ravens, Bears, okay. Browns. So the Browns did have grass. So uh, screw that. It was in Pittsburgh, wasn't it? Oh, no, it was in Cleveland. It was in Cleveland. So they just wore the whiteout jerseys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they did. That's right. Broncos, Packers, Jags, Chiefs, Raiders, Dolphins, Eagles, Steelers, Niners, Commanders. So those are all the ones with grass. Those are all the grass. So, like, I mean, that's like a a little, like about a third of the league. I mean, they might as well. Yeah. Yeah. If they, I know for at least for the Falcons, like, they changed the field of grass. For the um the football, I forgot what. Yeah, yeah. Atlanta FC, they changed the grass, so it's like, just leave it for a day and see what happens. You know, I I think you're right, and like the Premier League's on to something. Obviously, they've been around for a long time. It's the biggest industry when it comes to sports. They play on grass. There's a reason for it. Protect your investment. I, I'm here for it. I, I reached out to Tim with my Ouija board, and he didn't give me an answer. Uh, he didn't know, but he did say. Metcalf claimed another, the turf monster. The turf monster. 
He wants blood sacrifices, and he got it. All right. Um, NFL two week overreactions, real quick. Any any overreactions from you guys from this past week? I think Bears dead done. Any hope you had for Chicago? Throw it out the window. Panic mode for Cincinnati, me included. Fuck, it's scary. We're going over to the division. It's different than last year. I just feels different. What do you feel about your boy saying he's going to take a couple more sleeps on his calf? I, I, it's smart. We just talked about right. Cash train leads to Achilles tear. Yeah, that's all I was saying. Yeah. Like you know what, you know, for the best. And and Jonathan Browning, we trust, I guess. Yeah. Um, Can I say I uh, Baker Mayfield uh, comeback player of the year? Oh, is that my overreaction? <laughs> speak, <laughs> speak. That's Kyle Pitts. I mean, you know, Kyle Pitts gets over- overreaction. That's not my overreaction. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> my overreaction is I am not. <laughs> It sounds, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and say it. The Giants, I, I, something's gonna happen. Something's gonna happen, and I don't know if it's gonna be week. I don't know if it's just gonna be this coming week or week four, but something's gonna happen and something's gonna turn around. Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe Saquon getting hurt. Maybe that was probably for the best because that means they have to diversify their offense. But we'll see. But I'm not giving up on the Giants just yet. I was I was ready to write him off, and if I heard yeah, y'all texting me Danny Dimes thing, I was, you don't want to hear you don't want to hear anything about Daniel Jones and ever he came again. back against he the league's worst team. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right, moving on. Thursday night game. Speaking of the G-men, they travel off to San Francisco. They're going to meet Christian McCaffrey. Giants at 49ers, over under set forty five. San Francisco ten and a half point favorite. Damn. What are we doing? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's the Niners year. So I'm taking Niners. I'll probably take those points too. Yeah. Man, I gotta stand on what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta they, they they had the you know what? They had the Niners listed as far as power rankings, the Niners are listed as number one. I'm telling you, whenever like good things happen to a football team, bad things happen. So I, I think this might just be the slip up the Giants need. So I'm gonna go with it on a Thursday night. Is everybody going to be prepared? Are the Giants going to be no over Saquon or with with a gimpy Saquon? Because I think he's Saquon's not. I don't think Saquon's not. Playing I think he's that. playing. I think they haven't ruled him out, but he's got an ankle injury. Man, he better he better chill out too. Then yeah, if he wants to get signed to some money, he better sell. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'll go. I'll roll with the Giants. Wow, I, I'm um, taking the Niners. We'll call this. We'll call this. We'll call this the the Jalen Hyatt breakout. Oh, I actually like that. I, I like do that. like Jalen Hyatt. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll take the over here too. I think both teams can score, but I, I take Niners. I'm tempted with the minus ten and a half. I might I might tease that down to like eight and a half, but we'll talk about it. All right, Packers, Titans, Packers. What? Sorry, Titans and Browns. Sorry. <laughs> like that ain't, that ain't my Packers. I know. I saw the poster behind you, and my mind was reading. Uh, anyways, y'all know I'm slow. Titans at Browns over on at forty. Cleveland three point favorite. This is without Chubb. Kareem Hunt's supposed to be in the building though. They might sign him today uh, or tomorrow. Mm. So. I'll Don't take up Jerome Ford that easily. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ford's playing well. Browns. Shoot, I'll go with um, Titans. No real reason. I just. Back to back games, they are already kind of gimpy, you know. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. I, you know what? Short week, Browns gotta gotta bounce back. Titans feel good. They're coming off a win. Look at that duo right there, King Henry D Hop. 
that duo should be producing. This is the week they get it together. Give me those two. Lions, Falcons, over-unders at 46 and a half. Detroit, three-point favorite. Blue ski mask on. It doesn't work. Take it off. Tim hated it anyways. Falcons are rolling. They're hot. Who do we take? This should have been seven night football for real. You got Falcons. Falcons with the under, but. With the under. Yeah, I like that. Oh, man. I, I thought Ritter played well. I mean. Packers played well for like 50 minutes and then just kind of folded. But I thought Ritter played well. I think Bijan is here. Um, Montgomery came up a little injured for the Lions, so it might be the the battle between the two rookies if Gibbs mm. if Gibbs is is getting more touches. So I think that's exciting. I'm actually gonna put the Falcons. Ah, it's tough. <laughs> I, I think I think I can take the Falcons going three and zero. Yeah, which is crazy. But that, that, I think yeah, got it. I think I gotta I actually gotta take Lions on this, but it's a really it's a really good game. This I this should it, be Sunday night football. I thought, yeah, I thought it was interesting how for the first time in my life somebody falconed against the Falcons. Yeah. I left, <laughs> I had actually a game. I remember I left the house and it was like I think it was twelve to twenty four or something like that. And I left because I had an adult league basketball game. And I'm sitting here getting ready for the game. I just see, you know, like ESPN sends you the score, 25 to 24. I'm like, man, mm-hmm. that's damn. Then I looked at it again. I was like, no way. Yeah. And I screamed in the gym. I'm like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, the Falcons did it. It's over with. It's over with. And I snapped on the game. I didn't get tired of anything. So we're good. Hey, I love it. <laughs> this this game, I, I don't. Like, I feel like I pull a Kirk Cousins here. I'm not calling this. I'm not picking the game. I'm calling it later tonight. Like, that's the excuse I want here yeah. because it, it's going to be a good game. It's going to be close. If it's a close game, Falcons are going to win. Because you look at last week, Falcons find a way to win. Lions found a way to lose. But I remember it's for Tim. Bad franchises stick together. I'm taking Lions. It's but in I'm Detroit, not, not right? Betting. It's in Detroit. That's the only reason. I think if it's in the Georgia Dome or – Mercedes-Benz Dome, I, I pick Atlanta. They beat them in oh, – I remember the last game Falcons played in Detroit, and it was a last-minute score. So, yeah. well, I believe, I believe. I might live bet that game, not, <laughs> not pre-bet. All right. Packers, Saints. Saints traveling to Green Bay, over under set 43. Green Bay, two-point favorite. Got to get that look back. Just come off that loss from, uh, from Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. I thought Jordan Love played well. You know, people would be giving him flack for the way that game ended, but the defense should have never put him in that situation. He played great. He still had above 100 for QBR. Um, I'm just glad Kamara has to sit one more week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He might have he, – he is known for having some great performances against the Packers. So, he's got to sit. I'm actually going to take Green Bay. I'm going to be honest, the Saints have, on both sides, they have better a better secondary than the Falcons as of right now. So I'm going a, I'm to a take the Saints just off of we still don't know if Christian Watson is going to get better. And even if he is getting better, is he going to be able to make a difference? Um, I know the rookies, Dontavian Wicks and Jaden Reed, have come up pretty good, but you have established have an established secondary, so we'll see how that goes. As well as like one of the best linebackers in the game, Demario Davis. So 
can't hit those quick slants as much as you want to with him sitting there. So yeah, I believe in the Saints. I, I think we're gonna we're gonna show the world. NFC South gonna show the world something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what we're gonna show them something. I don't know. Love's first game in Lambeau. You know he he's had three starts in his career on the road, and then he came in last year in the Philadelphia game on the road. We've not seen him take a snap in Lambeau, or at least not like in a quarterback kneel situation, like mm. to actually play. So I'm excited for this one. That's a good point. I uh, shout out friend of the show, former guest of the show, Demarco Jackson, Saints player. Took an onside kick though last night to beat the yeah. Panthers, who are pretty pretty bad. For that reason, that reason only. Give me Green Bay minus two. Battle of the head coaches. Broncos at Miami over at 48. Miami, six and a half point favorite. You got Sean Payton, old school ball coach against Mike Daniels, new school. Pretty sure he never played football a day in his life. He just plays Madden. And that's how he sharpened that big brain of his up there. Awesome guy. Love that interview. Um, Who did we take here? Um, Dang. I don't don't know. I'll – you know what? I'll I'll roll with the Dolphins. I like they made me. I don't know, like something about them. Just looking at Mike, was it Mike McDaniel? What is that? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, Mike McDaniel's. Yeah, he just makes me laugh. So like, I I wish the <laughs> I wish the best for him. I, I yeah. think, but even past that, I think the team's gonna do well. Um, I don't know. Maybe Russell Wilson comes back, but like the Dolphins, they even last year they were just having fun with it and they just kept winning games and. Tua's, I don't know if he, I don't know what he knows right now. So, like, he's just playing for real. Playing out factory of reset on him. Yeah, like, playing out of his mm-hmm. mind, literally. So, like, <laughs> I think they got it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take Dolphins as well. I think, I think the way the Niners are dominating the NFC, I think the Dolphins might be doing that in the AFC. But, you know, it's a, that's a loaded conference. But the Dolphins are, they're showing that through two weeks. So, Maybe that's my overreaction for week two, but but I'll put the Dolphins. They should win this one. Yeah, I was real close to putting Dolphins' best AFC team as my overreaction. It was real close. Um, yeah, give me the Fins. Give me the points. I think they roll. Mr. Unlimited, Danger Witch. Dead. All right. Vikings, Chargers, Chargers traveling to yeah. Minnesota. Over at 53 and a half. It's a push. No real wow. dog here. No real favorite. Wow. Yeah. I'll go. I'll skull, skull my way through it. Skull. 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 Nobody, I don't think anybody on the Chargers defense is, well, maybe Derwin James every now and then, but I don't think they're checking Justin Jefferson. Maybe this is the Alexander. That man was terrible. So, like, maybe this is him making his case against, like, not being a, a running back two again to, uh, I guess, a second-year player. So I think their offense goes back to what they were supposed to be. I think the Chargers get back on track. They, I think if you look at these two teams, they're both 0-2, right? And they both mm-hmm. feel like they both feel like they're going to be – I think everyone is putting the playoff dub on these teams, like they're going to be in the playoffs even though they're 0-2. But I'm actually going to take the Chargers. I think people get more starstruck with the Vikings – than they do any other team. And mm-hmm. and I, I don't know. I think the Chargers will rebound. I think they – I think they've – I don't know. They've had maybe tougher opponents, but I don't think they've looked like themselves either. So 
Give me the Chargers. Yeah, you know, I had Chargers circled on my um, on my little sheet here. You bring in Kellen Moore as your offensive coordinator. He's probably the best offensive mind in the NFL, you think. Like, just everything I've heard, everything I've seen, he seems like to be the OC genius. And the offense looks the same as it has the past two years. It's just yeah. something's missing. Something's not clicking. Um, I was going to pick him, and then you guys talked, and then Tim dropped this dime. Herbert equals Rivers. He's cursed mm-hmm. to never win it big. Dang. Oh, for that man. reason, he knows something in the afterlife. Give me a minute. Yeah. I don't know. Jets, Patriots, New York's playing host. 37's over under New England, two and a half point favorite. Bill Belichick still coming up with creative ways to try to find ways to win games, putting people in motion on defense. I love it. What's uh, what's your all state? Uh, yeah. I'm going to be honest, I watched their last game against the Dolphins. They should have just gave uh, Cole Strings those few inches, like just to see like what else Bill Belichick could come up with. I think he got it personally, but hey. Yeah. So because of that, because Bill Belichick is also, he's been fueled by the hate in his heart. I think they run one up on the Jets again on poor old, not poor, Poe as Zach Wilson. (laughs) We got got the Patriots – yeah, I would think I would think Belichick knows what gives Zach Wilson problems at this point, and and I don't know, I don't know if if they're going to be able to answer that. But the Patriots are they're trying to get this is a big one for them. You know, they lost one they they probably felt they could have had against the Dolphins. I feel like they were in a position to steal one and they didn't. And usually that's kind of Belichick's staple is he can steal them when he needs to. Um, I think he gets this one done. So, Patriots. Let's not forget the Jets have a great defense. Obviously, show up against Dallas. Garrett Wilson. Like this, Brees Hall. This team can still go. And Zach Wilson just has to do enough not to lose. But see, I think Bill can disguise. I think he can scheme things that are going to make it really hard for Zach. You're seeing Ghost out there, Sam Darnold. P A T S, Pats, Pats, Pats. Give me Patriots. Commies, or I like to call them the Durs, hosting the Bills. <laughs> 44 and a half over under Buffalo, six and a half point favorite. Ooh, this might be my upset pick. I'm going to take Washington. Mm. Sam, how? Get it yeah, done. yeah, I think so. And man, Chase Young is, mm. he is scary. That actually might be comeback player of the year. For being honest. Yeah. yeah, he's looked great. He, he's back. Um, you know what? I'm glad you said it first. Still a Josh Allen hater, but also I've been watching um, their guy, Emmanuel Forbes, the, um, yeah. the cornerback they drafted. He's been yeah. doing really – actually, the commander's defense has been doing really well thus far. Like, after they – that's why I said, like, people don't like to fight anymore. So, after the commanders had their little spat on live TV, everything is gravy. So, I'm like, hey, they might keep it rolling. So I I think the de- the commander's defense kind of pulls one over on the Bills. And they're at home, too. They're playing in Landover. Oh, yeah, they got to show something. Yeah, FedEx Field, the shittiest stadium in the NFL. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, absolutely hate it. Never will go back. Uh, for that reason, that reason only. Put up through a table. Bills Mafia rolls. Get a better stadium. Texas Jags over under 44. Jacksonville, a nine and a half point favorite. 
Can Texans keep this thing close? Can they win? I, I don't know. You know what? I'll 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 take the Texans on this one off of Kaimi Fairbair uh kick. Um Ooh. I in Duval, like which is the crazy part. So we'll see what happens there, but I don't know. Um I haven't really been checking too much on CJ Stroud, but I do know like he connected with Nico Collins for like over 120 yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um it was the Colts, but at the same time, like, you know, every little stride a rookie makes it is pretty good. So Big, yeah. we'll see if we I'm, the Jags <clears throat> pretty slept on defense. It's not that great, but it's not bad. So I, I think that'll be a true test for him to see like if he's actually arrived. So I'll I'll take the I'll take the Texans. Yeah, I'd probably I take the Jags to win, but that's a lot of points that I think you can take the, the Texans to cover the spread. Um I'll take the Jags to win. Yeah. I think Jags find a way is Duval County. But I think Texans keep it close. If you look at these quarterback stats just from this year, Stroud, two tutties, zero interceptions, 626 yards. Touchdown Jesus, two tutties, one interception, 457 yards. C.J. Stroud winning that quarterback battle right there. Mm-hmm. I think they keep it close. Minshew mania. Anthony Richardson out mm-hmm. with concussion. Traveling to Baltimore, overrunners at 44, Ravens, eight-point favorite. As they should be. Um, Ravens got it. <clears throat> um, I don't know, maybe Minshew Mania might be back, but I'm not I'm not here for it. So we'll we'll take the Ravens with the spread and a little sprinkle of more points too. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take the Ravens. I, I feel pretty good about that one. I'm, I'm picking the Ravens too. They beat the shit out of us for three quarters. We started clawing back the fourth quarter, but it's the Colts. It's not the Bengals. I, I think Ravens run away this thing. It's not even close. Thurs, Seahawks, 42 and a half, the over under. Seattle, six point favorite. And Gino, we trust. What do we say? Man. In Seattle, boy. Uh, yeah. Seahawks got it. Pretty good spread. One thing I they mentioned that first game with Bryce Young is how like his I think his mom and either way both of his dad was like a psychologist and Bryce graduated with a degree in psychology so they were like we love how he's not easily shaken but I noticed like within the third quarter and then honestly the beginning of the game last week you started seeing him sweat a little bit and like with yeah. how Seattle is and that that twelfth man boy oh we. <laughs> It's going to be something. So, like, I, I think the Seahawks put one on him, and then, like, he gets out his freshman jitters and then, like, takes off after, but not this game. Hmm. That's a good call. Actually, I like that. Because um, I, I want to see that for the Panthers. I want to see them have just, like, a glimmer of hope, you know, especially with Bryce Young. But, but yeah, this, this team's too tall in order. So, take Seattle. Geno Smith, not off to as hot of a start as he was last year. And it seems like maybe he's fallen off a little bit. I think he finds his rhythm here. Give me Seahawks minus six. Give me the under two. I don't think Carolina can score a lot. No, no shot to Stroud, but or no Bryce Young. Chiefs, Bears, Chicago having to go to Kansas City. Forty-seven halves over under Kansas City. Thirteen point favorite. The biggest spread of the week. Oh gosh, that's rough. Yeah. Um. The nerve of you to put a Chase Claypool picture of you. Yeah, you like that? I didn't know if he was going to notice. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Chiefs might have it. They might Bears might put up a hell of a fight like they did. You know, I know they didn't do too much against the Buccaneers. So it's gonna get ugly. But this honestly, you know what? This might be a Clyde Edwards E. Lair game. We never know. Yeah, I just know. There's no chance for the Bears. Yeah, you could put that spread at like 20. I'd, I'd probably take the spread. Look, Barstool Big Cat. We've got to help us out understand the Bears hype going into the season and what's shown up. It feels the right guy. What's on with Claypool? Help us understand. This team should be doing better and mm. terrible. Chiefs, minus 20. I like it. It's marking down. <laughs> Cards, Cowboys, Dallas, only a 12-point favorite of over-under set at 43-and-a-half. Cowboys might be the best team in the NFC, or some people are saying. This is nasty. Like, this is a nasty matchup. Uh, I'll take the Cowboys over this. And then I'm kind of wondering, like, what if it's one of those things where, like, the Cowboys are running high and then for some weird reason the Cardinals defense shows up and it's just like a stalemate game until, like, Somebody on the Cardinals team kicks it. Nine or, to six. Or James James Conner breaks another home run. Yeah. And uh, Skip Bayless just like spontaneously combusts. I don't know. I'll I'll take the Cowboys on this one because yeah. the only way I'm taking the cards is if Matt Prater kicks like seven fifty yard field goals. <laughs> <laughs> like like he's gonna have to be dialed in. Because I don't think the Cardinals are going to really move the ball that much, so I'll take, I'd take the Cowboys with the points as well. That actually might make an interesting parlay: Cowboys and Chiefs um, with their points. Man, minus twenty-five point spread between those two teams. That's wild. Josh Dobbs, he I, to me, he's been playing great. He comes in late, and he's just he's getting his opportunity. I feel like he's doing the most of it. It's just something's not right in Arizona. It's just it's not clicking down there uh, or over there. Give me Dallas to win. It's the I, coach. Their coach is so weird, bro. Like, I don't think yeah. they trust him, so they're just out there winging it. He's super awkward. Yeah, it's bad. It's a bad vibe. He's like what McGann's I thought would be like. Right? Yeah. Uh, Steelers at Raiders over on a set at 43. Vegas, one-point favorite. J.J. Watt, no. Max Crosby. Who do you take? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Steelers. Steelers got it. For me, I don't like apparently Raiders are down to like just throwing it to Devontae Adams or throwing it to Josh Jacobs and Hunter Renfro. Like, it's just chopped liver. You know, they can honestly send them on to Atlanta. We'd love to have them. But <laughs> Steelers, for that reason, like, with yeah, man, Steelers got it. I don't know how this happened. I think it was just a sweet deal for somebody else. Some circle was going to take it. Yeah, how how's Vegas gonna be favored? I I just feel like the Steelers are they're better than that. The house always great, wins. great great rivalry. The house does always win. <laughs> Unless you bet big no. and take the house. It's an ocean's eleven. But I'm gonna take uh, Pittsburgh. Look. Pittsburgh does not look like the same Pittsburgh we've we grew up watching. It it, it does something the mojo's off. Tomlin said it today. Something's not clicking for these Steelers. For that reason, I'm taking the Raiders. Jimmy G, hopefully Mayers is back, Jacoby, and you see some good offense where they can spread it out a little bit more. 
give give me Vegas. Monday night we got a double Monday night football, just like last week. Mm. Start with Eagles, Bucks. I put the people in the wrong order, but that's all right. Over on side forty six, Philadelphia five and a half point favorite. Hurts Mayfield. What do we say? Mm. That uh, I'm gonna be honest. Like I said, NFC South is gonna show y'all something. I don't know what it is. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Bucks on this one just off of Jalen Carter has been doing really well as far as defensively, but everybody left the butt. Well, Tom Brady left, but they that offensive line has somehow been making plays for Baker Mayfield and Rashad White. Yeah. Um, we saw uh, Mike Evans slow as had like had a day. Chris Godwin had a day, so it was like. There, I think Avante Maddox tore his pet, and I'm not sure about the rest. I mean, Darius Slay is still there, but I don't know. I think the Bucks might sneak one by. I actually like this matchup. I, I, I think Vito Vea, he's going to have a big role trying to plug up that Jalen Hurts QB sneak. I think mm-hmm. he could he could kind of be the the stuffer dude ha- there. I don't know uh, what Devin White can do. I just I like this I I like this matchup. I do feel like the Eagles are going to win, but I think it's a very it's a very fun game to watch. One of these defenses in the top eight, the other one not even in the top twenty. One of these offenses in the top eight, the other one not even in the top twenty. The one in the top eight, Philadelphia on both sides. Give me Philadelphia to roll here. Eagles roll. Get out of here. Don't sleep on Baker, man. I'm dead with them after last year. I was all in. Now I'm out. Rams at Bengals. Bengals going the white Bengal look. Joey B. Questionable. Over on us at 43 and a half. Cincinnati two-point favorite. Both these teams banged up a little bit. Are they going to be able to block Aaron Donald? (laughs) That's why I don't want Joey B. to play. Oh, well, do you think he's still going to play for pride's sake or what? I don't know, man. I really – I can't tell. Because I don't, I don't know, man. I feel like this is going to be one of those Monday night stalemate games and, like, they're going to have it be the last game. I'm going to be honest, though. I'll go with the Bengals just for the sake of, like, get back. But I don't know, man. This is this is going to be ugly. It's going to be an ugly game. It's probably going to be, like, 9-3 to three or something like that. I've been surprised by the Rams – like I, I really have, yeah. And, without Cooper, and Cup. I know, yeah, I know. When when Cup went out, even when they had Cup, you're like, ah, they've got Cooper Cup, but they don't really have anybody else. They've they've lost some of these pieces, but there's, I mean, they're they're proven that they have a culture. They they are used to winning. They're going to be competitive, um, even if they don't they don't feel like they're going to make a playoff run this year. They're going to be in the hunt just because they're competitive. So I'll take to take the Rams in this one. The Rams had a chance to beat the 49ers and, and just didn't didn't capitalize on the stretch. Uh 2330. Bengals just played shitty for three and a half quarters and showed up in the back half of the fourth quarter. I, I don't know, man. I, I'm gonna take Cincinnati because I I feel like we start 0-3. We're the AFC giant that's dead done that I talked about a few weeks ago. So give me Cincinnati. We need it. That's it, boys. Pub parlay real quick. What do we got? Washington over Buffalo. 
Washington over Buffalo market down. Mm. What do we got? Um, you know what? From Falcons over Detroit. Wow. Oh, we'll, we'll take it. Oh man. Put the house. All right. On it, Put the house. On it. Oh. Put the house on it. Put the house on it. You know what? Oh man. Put the house on it. Speak your talk. I like it. Only if you go play basketball during the fourth quarter again. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, I have a game. I have a. I do have a game. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we got maybe that might be the good luck. Charm. I know. I had to leave the house within the win. <laughs> What's crazy is anytime the Falcons win, my fantasy team loses. So it's like, why does this always it happen every year? So I don't know. It's a lot of discrepancies. I like it. He's picking his team. I'm picking my team. My, oh my, my second team. This is already terrible. <laughs> Notre Dame wearing green, hosting the Buckeyes. They're three point dogs. Give me the Fighting Irish to win money line. Okay. Mm. Commanders money line. Falcons money line. Notre Dame money line. Mm. Get that parlay in by seven thirty Saturday to make yourself big money. Random question. Anybody got one real quick? No. Mm. This is always the tricky part. I have a random fun question for my uh, my parents and confirmation students tomorrow night. Oh, all right. Your favorite indoor activity and outdoor activity. Oh, that's good. Um. <laughs> okay. Um. My favorite outdoor activity. Not weird, but like it's random. I like throwing rocks. That's such a legend answer. I love, like, I grew up on a dirt path with a bunch of woods. Well, I just loved, used to love, like, standing Mm -hmm. out here among the woods and you just throw a rock and you just wait for it to land. Forget the water. What about the trees? Like, did I hear a tree land? So that's my outdoor activity. Um, Indoor activity. What have I been doing indoor? I don't know. The napping is always pretty good. Napping. Man, those are good. Simple man. Yeah. I'm throwing a rock. That's the most legendary. Throwing rocks and like, like that. Yeah. I love it. That's why I like I hate live. I don't really I love my neighborhood, but it's the fact that I live in a neighborhood. And I'm just like, you can't go throw rock. Like yeah. somebody, I might have to fight somebody. Yeah. So my my favorite indoor activity it's gonna make me sound like an asshole i don't care mm-hmm. i love when like a kid pisses me off in practice in wrestling practice and then i just gonna go out there and just, just have my way with them uh that's my favorite thing so beating up on kids in wrestling practice is my favorite <laughs> indoor activity. <laughs> okay uh favorite outdoor activity i suck at it but man i have a lot of fun snowboarding Mm-hmm. I'm terrible at it, but I I just love being out there. You get a get a group of friends, get a little flask in the snow jacket. It's fun. It's good. Nice. My outdoor activity, um, you know, there's so many things. I, I mean, I, any sport, but I think just walking outside. I think that's become, you know, I I try to. I've been trying to walk every day since I've moved to to the new place, and I I'm just trying to. 
We'll see. Minnesota winter is not that far off. But I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at winter clothes to to try to keep walking outside during the winter. I think that's what even prompted this question. I was like, what am I going to do when I, do when I can't do my outdoor activity? Um, because I guess, you know, you can't really walk. can't walk indoors. It's there, there might be some places, but, you know, it's not the same ambiance. So I, I resonate with the rock throwing. I feel like that that kind of that's a good one. It's just you outside and it's the sound. Outside, you just hear yeah, you hear nature. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, my indoor activity, it's got to be video games. I mean, I just I, I love playing video games and for the social aspect, you know, just mm. who's hopping on the night and just just kind of interacting. Right now, Fortnite, they finally did it. They have, they have Hunger Games as what? like a game to play, like that you know, where like you you'd like get the little round thing and it like brings you up and they're like, you know, may the odds. They don't say may the odds ever be in their favor, but they should. I don't mm. know why that's like trademark or whatever. They basically have everything that makes Hunger Games and like there's a cornucopia and you gotta like you know get the weapons. So I'm about to play that and it's pretty sick. <laughs> I love it. Good question, Fitz. I like it. Your parents should enjoy it. Cool. Kids, that'd be good. Cool. I was good trying time. to think of a good icebreaker and not like a corny one, not one where you're like, okay, ha, my favorite ice cream flavor is ha, ha, ha. Like I wanted like a, you know, yeah, a real conversation starter. Good job. I got one I just thought about. Um, for your life right now, what is the theme song of your life right now? Where is that right now? Oh, Can I man. look on Spotify? <laughs> That's what I was gonna do anyway. <laughs> Actually, no. Like I, I just have mine, so I don't know mine for. I feel like it changes all the time. That's what I'm saying. Like it's life right now, as far as like how it's been going so far. So I'll start. Mine has been watering plants by Larry June because that's been life right now. Like I have a little sunroom now. Like that's where my life is at now. Like I have plants. I'm a plant father now, so I just water my plants and it's really <laughs> peaceful and stuff. And that's gen- genuinely like what the song is about, just like re- like peaceful stuff, all this stuff. So I was like, you know what? That's where I'm at right now. Chardonnay with the Kobe stay. Meet me round seven, baby, don't be late. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that. That's that's a good vibe. Um, I, I guess with my son and it's like – I've got to keep telling myself it's it's a Darius Rucker song. It won't be like this for long. Like so, just enjoy the moment. Like three thirty, and he won't go to sleep. I'm like you know what? It, I'm gonna blink, and he's gonna be on his own room or something, and then he won't need me to 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 like keep him quiet and like relax him. So it won't be like this for long. That's a that'll be mine. That's two hours before your morning coffee, anyway. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mine, mine's a, mine's like a Packers joke. Is what I posted on my story when I was picking out my jersey. Uh. <laughs> I wanted to wear the Rodgers jersey. You know, I was like I was missing Aaron Rodgers, even though the Love jersey was right next. And I thought about, and if it isn't love, why do I feel <laughs> this way? Why oh, does he- Stay on my mind. So I've been like, I've been jamming <laughs> that all week. That's a good one. That's a good one. Why do I feel this way? 
Good. I, honestly, like you said that, I'm thinking like he's about to say my wish for you. <laughs> no, there's just a, there's a lot of puns. There's a lot of puns with love. You can do a lot of like play on words. But yeah, if it isn't love, man, and that that's gotten me on a Spotify channel that I am like, it's like all that like mm-hmm. 90s boy band R and B and Jodakai. I didn't realize how many. Oh, Jodacy. Jodacy is that how you say it? Yeah, Jodacy. Hey, I didn't even fact, know the guy. Um, so it's Jodacy. It's JoJo, Devontae, and KC. That Devontae, that's who I was named after. I was supposed to. No, wow. I'm so Stop serious. It. My mom. Jodacy. I haven't heard of them. My mom was supposed to like. I was supposed to be a junior, but like she loved that guy, Devontae Swing, so much that that became my name, as well as a bunch of kids and like a lot of. Kids that were born in like '89 through like '92, they were named after him. So, wow! Yeah, shout out. That's Vontae. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you good episode, this, boys. Um, you should know, Vontae. I had the nickname Slow Jams uh, Jam. when I was in when I was in college. I had a buddy. Every time he got in my car, he was like, he always got the Slow Jams on. The slow and so that became a nickname. He's like, they're slow jams. The pensive music, like the guitar pensive music, where it's like you got to watch the autumn leaves go. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I'm like that too. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah you guys are. You guys' spirits are pretty similar. It's it's good. Yeah. Hey, we'll catch you guys next week. Beautiful episode, boys. And uh, shout out to Sean Davis. Let's go get a win against Wyoming. Let's go. Yeah. Shoot, I already forgot what my outro was. I need a new one. Sorry, <laughs> Oh my god! It was gonna be an inspirational would, quote. That's we would be the bad Dang boys god. of Little League. I'm you switched so many times. We would beat the taller out of the other team. Right. I'm just gonna go out and say it. Joey Chestnut. It's his last be. word. That's what we're gonna do. Has to be. More. Has I mean, has to be. Man, that was a journey. get Luke Combs. I, I was begging for Luke Combs not too long ago. We'll get Luke Combs on here. I challenge oh, Luke. Man. I think I can actually beat him in shotgunning a beer. Uh, so <laughs> if he thinks he's got oh, the cojones to come on and try, <laughs> then by all means, Luke, bring it on. That's the intro. You just hit my promo for me, James. I love it. <laughs> Good Joe to see. I was always wondering, I was like, I don't know how you say that. Joe to see. That's- there-